if there's anything that I've learned over my, my 40 long years on this earth, it's been uh, listen to your mother. And I also apologize because for some reason when I was praying this morning, I'm feeling a bit emotional, so I apologize in advance for that. I don't exactly know where. Sometimes the Lord just kind of moves you in that way. And sometimes you tell your mom, you know, stories about your life, and they just remember them, and they tend to repeat them back to you if it, you know, it sounded important to them. Uh, And I remember years ago when I was discerning, This is just a simple dream that I had. And the dream was, I just saw the Blessed Mother in my dream. Seemed kind of simple enough. I was around religious things enough. You know, you would think she might pop up in a dream here or there. But, um, you know, it really hadn't happened that often. And so she popped up in a dream and said one simple thing to me. Keep praying. And my mom reminded me of that and a lot of you remind me of that and sometimes I like to embarrass people by calling them out by name you know people that I see out there in mass at times and there's people who knew me you know a few years before I entered the seminary Uh, I met John one of our sacristans a few years before I entered the seminary and I met uh, Kristen Beeren, who's sitting here today in the cathedral when I was just a lowly sacristan back in the day, um, just discerning. And the thing that Jesus is talking to people about here is that there are those that will come to him and repent. And if we think about the message of our Blessed Mother that she's always given us, it's just repetitive. Anytime we hear messages from Lourdes in Fatima or Medjugorje. She doesn't say these new crazy things. She always says the same things. Repent and pray and follow my son Jesus. They're simple, simple things. But we're always looking, often we're just looking for something more complicated than that. And so when I think back on that prayer, or think back on that dream, where Mary simply said, just keep praying, it should be no surprise that that was the message that she gave to me and the message that so many other people that I know are faithful keep doing. And the one thing that all of us have here, sitting here, this gift of faith, it's the one thing that we desire the most to give to other people that don't have it. And one of the greatest pains in our life is to be like, I want to give this to you so badly, but if they're not ready to receive it, they just simply won't. Like these great cities, some of them repented and were truly sorry for what they had done by not following the Lord, by not walking in his ways. And they were able to save themselves because they listened, but then others just simply didn't, didn't listen. And it's truly a great pain when we have this gift and you try to give it to other people and, and sometimes it's just, just, it's just rejected. But the one thing that's in our control that amazingly takes other people out of the equation is the prayers that we can give 
to God for them on their behalf. But sometimes we kind of grow weary of praying. I mean, it makes sense. You know, you do it every day, and, and you can get sort of tired. Uh, but we remember that that's where we have to persevere because it's the one thing that we can do for people that they can't sort of like take away from us. It's just like, you could say, well, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to believe. I think this is all foolishness and ridiculousness and stuff like that. You're like, well, you know what? I'm going to pray for you anyway, and you can't stop me. And, uh, and that's kind of a beautiful thing about prayer. Our, our intercession goes directly to God on behalf of these people that we love, uh, on behalf of the whole world, in fact. And um, as I just thought today about those people that have prayed for me for years— um, you know, Justin and I often have the opportunity to talk about the discernment. I think about where he is in his process and how I was only there, you know, five years ago or so, and it's a passed-down tradition. And as I just look out at all of you, those that sort of lifted me up through prayer for, for a decade to get to this point, um, hey, you know, I, I'm standing here, and this is this vestment was my first mass vestment, and Amanda was at my first mass as a priest, and my parents gave me this vestment, and the chalice that I use every day at this altar was a gift from my parents, and these things are given to us because we believe in God, and we offer those things to Him. You know, we offer beautiful things to Him, and we offer prayers to Him, and we offer prayers to others so that they bring him into the fold. And so, like I said, I mean, if there's anything that I've learned <laughs> over all these years, it's, uh, you know, listen to your mother. Um, because she points the way, prays for you. That's what we need to do for the world, for other people. It's as simple as that. doesn't always feel that simple. But if we can continue to persevere in that, have the courage to do that, we're already changing the world. Like I said, I apologize a little bit for my emotions this morning. I don't exactly know where they're coming from, but, um, but keep praying. That's the one message I give to all of you today. God bless you.